Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Will Leverson, and this is The Union Addressed. Today's episode is The Enigma Machine. Named after the famed Enigma Machine, used during World War II for covert and confidential communications. Um, It was a great tool that was used in a mass conflagration during a massive global conflict in order to maintain uh, chain of command and, and to maintain, uh, of course, tactical uh, superiority, uh, where you're talking about having an advantage over your enemy with being able to still relay orders and things and not uh, having to worry about that being um, deciphered or what have you. Um, through those sorts of uh, uh, coded and encoded messages. That is to say this, in our current social, economic, geopolitical, climate-based minds um, here, one of the things that when we're able to see how we're being communicated to and the methods and tools that are employed by the powers that are in order to communicate to us um, what their direction or what uh, their particular proclivities are or what their focus may be in any certain time. So in the operation of any communication, right, let's say you're talking to someone that you want to establish a relationship with. You're going to uh, talk to them, get to know them, see um, how best you vibe, okay, and how you're able to communicate with that person. If they're a person that's uh, even someone that you wish to establish, you know, continue to establish a relationship with, or if there is an impasse or inability for. the each of you to communicate what you're trying to to one another, whether that be just a, a, you know getting to know someone, an introductory little period. You know, you're filling out a person, whether that's five minutes, ten minutes, three days, or six months. However, you see yourself able to establish communication with someone that you wish to establish a relationship with, like you're going to do that because you're you're seeking this. And if there's a mutual connection where everyone's messages are received, you know, it's a two-way street. If, if while I'm establishing uh, myself with this person, they're also establishing themselves with me in the space that they're allowed to. Whether we grow that conversation out for meeting someone, for a bite to eat, cup of coffee, or just for some laughs in a parking lot. Man, why are you getting to know this person. They're all, that's their time to communicate with you too. So if you grow that out and you say, hey, there's a town hall meeting and I've gone and I've talked to people that uh, I'm in a capacity to either serve or have to represent or anything like that, whether that be a business reaching out to find out if they have an environmental impact on an area where they're going to grow their operations or whether it be in response to an inquiry by um, 
people living in an area saying, hey, what's going on? And the business sends a liaison, a representative to address the people on behalf of the business, if not some other higher functioning executive coming down and saying, hey, this is, you know, our uh, what we're hoping to do here, and we wanted to make sure that we addressed your concerns. So that's a two-way street, right? That person is receiving communication right then and there. They could even alter or change or modify or augment, you know, what um, is particularly going on. We saw that happen in real life with Dave Chappelle, right? Wasn't some rich dude throwing his money around. He was someone who had a concern about a growing development in his area where him and several others I'm sure had moved to in a area in Ohio where it's away from some of the larger metropolitan areas, even some of the, the moderate sized ones. And the concern was about, you know, access to water and, and other things, right? And so that was a communication between himself and that municipality and what happened. And they, again, there was an interchanging of ideas and, and things. And, 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 and then the development as it is or was is at the point, um, I, believe at, at, I believe at the point uh, there that it wasn't going to be developed in that same manner uh, because of the concerns of this person. So that's in that instance. And that does happen, right, when we all see you know, on the TVs, these um, town hall meetings where a representative or president or ca candidate or what have you is there and they're, they're hearing the concerns of the air. And so when we talk about the posts on social media, these people are talking about things that, number one, are important for the propagation for the widening of their message that they hope that will resonate with people, right? If there was a matter of law that was in a process of being reviewed, okay? That will just say abortion, right? And then as a matter of law, amongst people who are in the capacity to form the law based off of who they are as a representative of the areas that they're from, the, the, all the disparate areas that all of our 530 plus uh, reps and senators and all the other representative bodies as such, like the, uh, the folks that represent in a more figurehead capacity, some of the U.S. territories like Guam or Puerto Rico, or the U.S. Virgin Islands or anything like that, like they also have an ability to at least be present as a part of the process. So they're all made up of the sum or total parts of where they come from, whether that be fairly earned or not. These people are still attached in some way to where they come from, whether that be a large metropolitan area or not. So when we see the communication from these people, we're saying, well, why? Why isn't this that this this uh, piece of life, this this? Well, you know, how come they're talking about abortion and stuff and they haven't figured out? 
Reparations. It's a great question. It is a well-warranted question. When you see the communication from any of the powers that are, just pick one. (laughs) At some point, it's not about, you know, east versus west versus middle, midwest, third coast. It's not about SEC versus ACC versus Pac-10, Big Ten, Pac-10. I'm sorry. It is Pac-10 Pac now. It used to be Pac-12, but a couple teams have left. You know, so it, it's not about all of these disparate differences and things, man. When it comes down to it, these people and their driving focus is what's going to be navigated. It's going to be demanded by the people that are function, functioning in that. That is to say this, a long time ago, John F. Kennedy, literally one of his famous quotes, as far as I'm paraphrasing it, um, that the people that are part of our political process, they are very much a product of us. Now, this is John F. Kennedy, paraphrase, I'm paraphrasing what he said. I'll post uh, here a link along with this on, uh, on the social media post for the show, what the quote is. I actually used it in an earlier, um, earlier addressing for the sake of, 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 of time and things. Um, I'm just going to paraphrase it, but yes, quite literally. Um, and it is our job, it is like literally our responsibility if we see that there are things wrong with that process to be the change that we want to be. The fights and the things that are near and dear to the powers that are, we have allowed that to be put in place because there is such a a fanaticism with a great deal of how we engage in what we call an American experience, man. For example, the other show that we have is Sports Spot Weekly. And that's a sports show. It's a complete and total sports show, right? But the same human people that have conceived to do things like harm one another, harness the power of the atom to do these great things. It's not as though if the best representations of us, right, have made the best decisions, right? You know, that sort of quote that was in a Marvel movie about the arc reactor of Tony Stark, you know, the power that he used, the power of his heart and his his equipment. And is that, you know, if men were going to, you know, have, have this power and use it for good, you know, they would have essentially done so. A, a, a candlelight for all mankind. That isn't what the arc reactor would end up being at any point, even though some of the technology would be shared, right? In our most fantastical representation of what it is that we can do anything with, the most abstract thought, we don't have the most noble of fulfillment of these great abilities, man. Uh, Tony Stark does not share in any comic book the arc reactor with everything that is in existence. There's much that's in existence in the most fantastical comic book world that there's competing entities even in a comic book world. 
So this notion that somehow that these people in any platform, in any representation, are bringing things that uh, are not important to us when it gets down to it. No, because you wrapped around the sensationalism of that. You didn't say when you had the opportunity, hey, this is not a true priority of us all. Can you please do this or else? You're not going to represent us. Now, in many a country where during their election cycles, things are all, you know, this what we call um, things are going haywire or not, uh, you know, free and clear elections and things. And we see people take it to the streets because they don't like the outcome of a vote. Upset. Hey. If you put this, if you put this tax on us, Emmanuel Marcon, we're going to make sure that you're not going to be French president. We're going to take to the streets. There's going to be tear gas canisters, all sorts of things deployed. We're going to take to the streets and we, because we're upset about this. And we look at that as being, oh my God. Now I'm not, this is not one of those shows that is, absolving people on January 6th. What we are saying is that the inner fight of what we like, like we deem important, right? Like we know that we want more to be done. So some of us, man, we go and we build businesses or charities and we, and we try our best to service the need. We, 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 uh, uh, have newly found churches, newly formed religious-based programs and things, trying to address things that we're saying that the powers that are are not. But here's the thing. When it comes down to the um, two-year, one-year, four-year election cycles, three years in some cases for some, uh, maybe even more six, you know, these things that um, state by state may differ when the political caucuses and entities are forming and putting together their slate of candidates, people that they say um, represent the best amalgam of their values, whether that means that you're a conservative, a Republican, a, a Reagan Republican, a, a, a socialist, a communist, a liberal, a progressive, a Democrat. You, you know, whatever you see yourself as an independent, a constitutionalist, all these various and disparate distinctions that we have placed in ourselves to try to our best, at least in the English language, put things to words. You know, I always will, will always say that French is an expressive language. Boy, they have a word for everything, nearly every expression that you can have from melancholy to ennui. Yeah, they have a, a, a word for things, man, that is just, it's awesome. It's an awesome expressive language. And so maybe that's why in English we have all these distinctions because we're trying to vocalize, a, a, you know, a, an emotion or, or, or a thought or a moral standpoint. I think that's really what we're trying to do by saying I am this, this is you know, these are the values that I champion. We try our best to put a label on that. But like we are a many splendored thing. These people that have come together at this time in a place called America. 
to do something that have been done as, as, for, as far as forming a large civilized society, boy, you're not calling, you know, you're not, you're not uh, quite doing anything new there. It's even, even the things that we care about, right? These things have always been. It's not that they have not always been. Uh, there was a practice in India called, um, uh, where was, uh, essentially where you would, uh, self-emoliation. Where let's say if there's a widower or a widow, uh, her husband died, it used to be uh, a custom in India that she would, set herself on fire. And even that's a self-emoliation in India has been an acceptable form of protest. When the British took over India, they said, hey, can you please stop burning yourselves? You gotta be more civilized. Than and we're not, we're not, we're not disparaging anyone's ethnic origin. We're just saying for the sake of of forming societies. There have always been people who have always had a problem with how someone else has lived their life. If it had not had been that way, then we would not have all of the stories where differences in opinion have led to conflict. Like, it's not one over the other. It's not, look, Christianity, there's been more wars fought in the name of God than any. Yeah, there's been more wars fought in the name of like any god there's ever been. <laughs> All the, the 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 various ones of a human existence, just name one where somebody went to war because Mars told them to. The other ones had to defend because Ares told them to. <laughs> so don't get me to lying to you uh, to say that uh, that that we're batting any different there. That's pretty much par for the course. It's 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 almost as though if people are are attacking religion from a place of hurt, it's like there's like an undeniable thing in us, right? Like we know that there's more, right? Our, some of our greatest minds had said, "Hey, somehow mathematically, I can see in my head the possibility that there's a black hole that I can't see or otherwise like discern. Like I cannot see the black hole, but I'm sure it's there." Because based off of what have come to me in knowledge, man, I'm telling you, that black hole's there. So we say, oh man, the black hole's there? Okay. Um, where's that? Then he says, oh, it's right there. Look. And he has a formula and he does the formula. And there it is. We take some of our other brightest minds, take a look at it and say, you know what? Man, you're right. Let's go hunt for a black hole. Go hunt a few, 10, 20, 5, 30 years. You find, guess what? There's a black hole, man, this whole time. Imagine that. So, like this notion that somehow we're arriving at things and conclusions that are somehow like, it's never been done before. We've got to do it, never been done. Even our climate change or global warming or whatever wordsmithing that you like to use today. We say, we're, this is, gosh, what are we doing to the earth? If we don't stop it now, the earth could be doomed. 
Well, the earth will not be doomed. The dooming of the earth, as far as our greatest minds have been able to uh, ascertain that the actual dooming of the earth, when the earth as like a physical construct will no longer be able to support anything, are years away from anything that we're going to be able to do. Yes, it is a sad thing that a species that have lived on this earth as best as we like to ascertain, you know, we're not saying, we're, we're not disparaging spiritual thought on the show. We don't do that. We're using for the sake of the openness of the show and ability to, um, without driving it to absurdity, to present um, ideas and things uh, that support our human function, like our mind, what are we able to do? So this is not to distance any sort of spiritual thought, but for the very natural-minded way that we are as being a human functional thing. We are not going to get away from that. We, there are those of us that believe that this is it. So if this is it for you, why are you so concerned that a species is driving itself into a, a cycle of, 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 of extinction in life? We are doing nothing different than any other organism that has ever existed. Oh, but the dinosaurs didn't kill themselves with an asteroid. And then you say, Well, actually, it appears that ecosystems were in decline. And so, for example, too much poo in water is bad for us and for animals. And some of the watering holes and like what we see on our on our on our nature shows, right, where all the animals are sharing the water, there's hippos, there's crocodiles. There's zebras, zebras if you're American, antelope, water buffalo, all these animals sharing this area. What they're also sharing is all of the feces that they let off into the water. And sometimes it makes the area toxic for the animals and they have to try to find another watering hole by instinct. Or else the animal knows that it's going to die because it's going to get sick. That is why it's sick. That's why animals can think in amongst themselves. A cat that has a bad belly says, I got to go chew some grass, man. Got to do something about this. Those are like animals, man. So, yes, self-preservation is a part of us also, but we seem to be right on track with anything else that has ever lived. The hippos can't do anything about them pooing in the water. Neither can the crocodiles. It's not like the crocodiles get together with the hippos and say, hey, hippos, can you please go move to another watering hole? Because with you guys here, you're making water too toxic. It can't happen, right? The animals can't see things that way. They just by nature go go where they are. So maybe in our very natural expression of the very natural lives that some of us naturally enjoy, you're not going to get away from that mortal coil. If you were a human thing, it would have been done for you already through the biological processes that we have in our bodies. If we were meant to outlive a turtle, we would outlive a turtle. If we were meant with our cellular structure to be able to hang around the same amount of time as trees, then that would have happened for us. You are not going to outdo in any human thought 
And those of us that will get this uh, and listen to the show, this is not to disparage anyone's mind, whether you're a spiritual minded person or a naturally minded person. But at the end of the day, it has to come down. Okay, it has to come down to how do you operate in your belief? Because I can assure you that the powers that are, are operating in their beliefs from their various schools of thought, whether that be conclaves of, of rich and accessible, you know, and people that have access to money and they're getting together and doing things, or the most academic uh, people from uh, various points of ethnic origin getting together and they're saying, hey, we're going to do this. But it's how we operate in those beliefs, because believe me, when you take a look at the any administration, just pick one. We have a current one. We still have a president. The United States did not fall and we still have something that we can fight for. But the powers that are that are right there, go take a look at their social media accounts. And if you don't see that your particular issue that you are like very concerned about being advocated for, then I would encourage you to use the one opportunity that you have and just not cast a vote and say, oh, well, I don't have another choice. Here's the thing that has never happened before in our country. There has never been a vote of no confidence. That's not to say just don't show up and vote because if one person shows up to vote for Joe Biden and no one else does, guess who gets elected? If two people go vote for Trump and one person went to go vote for Joe Biden, then whoever gets the most votes wins. That's like how like, like the process is like predicated on. Predicated being that either way, even if you're going to cheat, you're not cheating to get down and vote, you're cheating to get more. It's like the way that the process works. So, a vote of no confidence would be you casting your vote for maybe someone that's not on the ballot. Maybe if you really believed as a person that leans left, that Bernie Sanders, man, he's the person that I, I, that I choose. Then stop capitulating your position for cooperation. If you believe that Bernie Sanders is the man, you vote for Bernie Sanders. Maybe if Bernie gets more votes at some point, then maybe he will end up being able to serve as a president. But until that happens, guess what ain't going to happen? It's not going to magically. There was no way that Bernie Sanders was magically going to beat uh, Hillary Clinton. And there was no way possible that Bernie Sanders was going to be able to beat Joe Biden. Why? Because not enough people who claim to be near and dear to those sorts of issues and platforms are running the farthest away from them. And that is why, even in that regard, things cannot change because we have not changed it. John F. Kennedy is not just telling us things from a, from a, from a place of long, long ago. That is a very real thing. If we had no confidence in our system, then we would show no confidence in our system. We show a let them be of our system. They have enough of what I would like. No, abortion isn't the most important thing to me, but if that's what they're going to throw their sword on, I'm going to be for it. Well, what about the other things that are important for you? What about having and making sure that your voting rights are not revisited every 50, 40, or 60 years or so? Maybe uh, public infrastructure 
investing instead of into a war in a foreign country, investing into our neighborhoods with the same fervor and commitment. Those are things that we can demand. But yet, yet we are counting on people who we have shown that what they're saying isn't important enough for them to still have a vote of confidence. So this is no diatribe against one political affiliation over the other. We can only use the examples that we have before us. I cannot think of a fantastical presidential administration of some fantastical um, Netflix uh, sci-fi movie-esque, you know, uh, 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 sort of entity that is able to force itself on a, on a fictional world. Like, I don't have that. We only have what we have in front of us and the efforts of such. So if, if, if sometimes some of the, and we're not apologizing for the content, we're just making sure that our listeners who may listen to the content, we don't want you to feel attacked. We, we, we would definitely like to just share the information and you make your own decision informed decision of what you like to do. This is not to advocate any violence, insurrection, or anything that is going to place people in harm's way. We are saying, use the tools that you have given to you. Uh, the, 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 the pen being mightier than the sword that we've been given and use that precious thing. Use it as best of a tool that we have available to us. Don't capitulate your positions for cooperation because these people still once they get to these positions, we have not demanded that they do such and such. We have not demanded it, so they're not going to do it. I thank you all for listening. This is Will Leverson. Please like, listen, and share uh, the Union Dress Sports Spot Weekly. Uh, you, can see, you can get us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, the Anchor app, and Spotify. Thank you all. Be safe. Take care.